When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Let me just say, after view distorting the belt, they're proclaiming the real world champion. I'm going to tell you all with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. Everybody, good morning. Welcome. It's Monday, June the 12th, 2023. Yours truly, Captain Lou, with another edition of the Captain Lou Extravaganza. We are live here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube and as always live on our Twitter feed, which is Real Captain Lou. We invite you to uh, follow us on Twitter as well, or we're live on Facebook on the Captain Lou Extravaganza Facebook page as well. We invite you to follow us there. And again, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Captain Lou Sports Network, as uh, we got all of our shows there. You can archive any of the interviews that you may have missed, and you can go back and listen to some of our comments on our other shows. Lots going on on the Captain Lou Sports Network. And again, Monday, June the 12th, uh, 2023, we're back here in our studio and our down in the uh, palatial studio here in Grand Ledge, Michigan, uh, where we originate our show able to get up and down the steps into our studio portion um, with the physical therapy after my surgery about uh, eight weeks ago. Now it's been able to finally get down here back where we belong here with our uh, network uh, studio here on the Captain Lou Sports Network. So a little bit increments here and there, and it's great to be down here. Feel more in my comfort zone, if you will. So we got a lot to talk about here this morning. I appreciate you bearing with me over the past few weeks kind of different locations, trying to make sure we can hang out with you. This is uh, so much fun for me to be able to do this, getting to talk sports with you and uh, getting some guests on along the way, uh, keeping you informed. But again, doing my passion, which is sports and uh, just having a ball doing it. Uh, Want to thank everybody for joining us here on the show this morning. Uh, we were scheduled to have uh, our guest at 1015, Dylan Bear, talking uh 
professional wrestling from the World Elite Pod. He uh, texted me this morning, a little under the weather, not feeling so good. So we're going to try to get Dylan back on here in the near future, if not this week, maybe the first of next week after um, the finals are over for both the Stanley Cup and uh, the NHR and the NBA finals. Both of them are going to be in uh, game five. So uh, interesting to see where that's going to end up uh, with Denver tonight hosting Miami in game five. We'll talk a little bit about that a little later on in the show. Stanley Cup finals tomorrow night. Lord Stanley's Cup is in the house in Vegas. It will be tomorrow night. Game five there as uh, Vegas jumped out to a 3-0 lead and held on to win 3-2 on Saturday night. So that sets up a potential clinching game five for Vegas. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. How many of you watched the PGA Open, the playoffs last night? Uh, it stretched out to what, about 7.15, 7.30 Eastern time? And uh, the Canadian, Canada's only Nick Taylor with a beauty of a putt, one of the best putts you'll ever see. Uh, probably the biggest golf shot in the history of Canadian golf, a 72-footer for Eagle on the fourth playoff hole, and he was able to beat Tommy Fleetwood in the playoffs. So he gets the big win. And I think the best hit of the tournament was probably afterwards when uh, when uh, Hadwin got tackled by the security guard when he was trying to shower him with champagne. So what a cool finish to the end of that as uh, they segue now into the U.S. Open, which is coming up this Wednesday here uh, or in Los Angeles. We'll talk more about that. We're going to preview that big time coming up on Monday on Wednesday. So make sure that you uh, join us for that Wednesday at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, on the Captain Lou Extravaganza. Then we'll uh, also take a quick look at the NBA NFL free agency talk. The big news out of the Big Apple, of course, Saquon Barkley still looking for his contract. He's got a uh, franchise tag to try to sign. We'll see if he does indeed sign that um, as the the uh, franchise tag deadline is coming around. It's about five weeks, and he is going to skip uh, – Minicamp, mandatory minicamp. He's uh, without a contract, so I understand that. And we'll talk again more about where we think uh, the two biggest names in free agency right now besides him are uh, Dalvin Cook and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. We'll take a look and see where they might be signing. So, again, welcome to the show here. Uh, we are brought to you by MahlerBros.com, as you can see on the bottom of the screen. Check their website out for all the greatest in uh, – Golfing apparel, or if you want to just look good out at a party this summer at a barbecue or whatever. When you look good, you feel good. And especially on a golf course, if you feel good, you play good. That's MahlerBros.com. And, of course, uh, use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of uh, your purchase. And, again, we welcome a new uh, sponsor to the Captain Lou Extravaganza family, the Captain Lou Sports Network, and that is uh, Javi Coffee. Check them out at JaviCoffee.com, the newest uh answer to instant coffee it's a i think it's a little better tasting than instant coffee that and uh or gourmet instant coffee it's a lot easier to use you don't have to worry about the coffee grounds or whatever it's just a couple of teaspoons you can enjoy it hot or cold that's javi coffee and don't take my word for it check out the website they've got a lot of great flavors french vanilla uh regular they've got decaf uh, a little extra dose of protein in it as well and use the promo code Captain Lou for 15% off of your purchase as well. They got some great deals coming up for Father's Day as well. That's jobbycopy.com. And uh, we welcome them to the Captain Lou extravaganza family 
here on uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network. NBA Finals. We talk about that. Game five coming up tonight. Uh, Denver on top, three games to one. They won convincingly going away the other night, Friday night. And, uh, you know, they did it really without uh, Nikola Jokic having one of his better games. Getting in foul trouble in the fourth quarter. He had five fouls. Didn't play in the last, what, five and a half minutes, I believe it was. Um, and, uh, you know, they just, the other, the supporting cast took over. Not a good sign for Miami. Um, you know, it, it, I look back on that. Miami had opportunities to take command of that game. And, you know, it, it it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. I was watching that game. Uh, and one of the things I've noticed with Denver throughout the playoffs is kind of how they sag back on defense. Miami just can't make the shots. And I, it, it sounds so basic when it comes to the NBA finals or any NBA game, the more you shoot, the more of a chance you get to go in for the most part. Right. And they just, they've been outshot, you know, quantity as well as quality. And, you know, we all talk about Jimmy buckets, playoff Jimmy. He hasn't really had that breakout performance. And, you know, I honestly thought he was going to have that in game four against Miami I or against Denver. Um, I, you know, I don't, we've asked this question last week a couple of times on the show. Is uh, Jimmy, you know, are we getting too spoiled by Jimmy Buckets with his, uh, you know, 46-point games, his 50-some-point games to carry Miami? Are we expecting that too much? Well, you know, this is this is his time. Their backs are against the wall. It, you know, I there's no other way to put it. It's, he's... He's due for one of those 35 to 40 point performances, I think, and he may get it tonight. And I honestly think Miami's going to need it. I asked at the beginning of the uh, NBA Finals, you know, can uh, can Bam Adebayo step up for Miami? And he has. I love the play of him. I mean, it's pretty tough right now to stop anybody or anybody for anybody to stop Nikola Jokic. You know, we'll just put it out there. It's he's. You know, he's a presence right there. We, you know, I can't say enough about him. The two-time MVP probably should have got the third MVP. And for all intents and purposes, should Denver win the series, even tonight, I think he'll probably be the uh, MVP of the playoffs or the finals anyways. But, you know, Bam Adebayo has done great for Miami. And they got some they got some good effort out of Kyle Lowry, uh, Kevin Love. Uh, I think even uh, Duncan Robinson was in, was in double figures, um, but you look at some of the, it's it, obviously it's not been enough. The turnover issue was big in Game Four. Uh, it's just uncharacteristic of Miami, but you know you can't count them out. You know we've talked about it. I don't know how many times Miami's an eight seed. They, uh, but they're not really an eight seed. I, you know, and and. You know, last year they were the top team in the Eastern Conference, so they've been there. But their backs really are indeed up against the wall tonight. Uh, you can use all the cliches you want. I just, how are they going to stop uh, Denver with their with their depth, with their starters? I mean, Aaron Gordon stepped up 27 points in Game Four. His height, you know, I you talk about we talked about Jokic not really having um, one of his. Uh, greatest games in game four, you know, it was in foul trouble and he still had 27 points, I believe, but Aaron Gordon stepped up, but you know, an unsung few minutes was played by KCP 
you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope had a, a couple of big steals. And then that big three, that defensive play he had on Jimmy Butler in the fourth quarter was absolutely amazing. And that's one of those things you can look back on maybe at the turn of the playoff or at the fourth quarter, maybe as a, a, a I don't know, a turning point, if you will. And then he was able to come down and hit that clutch three. Uh, I remember watching those all too well when he played for the Detroit Pistons and was just hated the day when he was traded to the uh, LA Clippers, but he's been a big, uh, you know, not, not a huge player in this playoffs. He's probably had an off series, but he came through in game four when they needed it. And again, you know, you talk about the likes of uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, He played well, Michael Porter jr. Again, I thought maybe he would step up a little more in game four. He hasn't yet. It's not been his greatest series, but Miami, Hasn't been able to take advantage of that. Other players have stepped up, you know, and again, Denver with their size, with their athletic ability, maybe just a little too much for Miami. It was a wake-up call in game two for Miami, or for Denver rather, getting beat at home against Miami. Their first playoff loss at home this year, and they went down to Miami with a purpose. And, you know, what I love about this Denver team too you know, you know, they're, they just, they go about their business. You know, they're not, I don't know, taunting. They're not, uh, you know, they, they, I, I just, I guess I'm old school again. We keep talking about it and maybe I should, uh, kind of lighten up a little bit on that. You know, they're not brash. They don't talk, you know, smack after the game. They don't talk smack on, you know, in their interview, they're just, they've got a purpose, you know, they've been, you know, this is their opportunity for a first NBA uh, championship for this franchise. It's hard to believe all these years, Denver with some great teams over the years, you know, in the seventies, when they came from the ABA, Dan Issel, uh, David Thompson, some of the big names from early on, never able to win a championship that being the Denver nuggets. And now they're on the cusp of winning game five at home, three games to one. It's a, you know, it, it, it's a pretty Herculean task now for Miami to be able to win three straight. It's been done. All you got to do is ask the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kevin Love has done it. So he knows what it takes. Boy, oh boy, this is going to be a big task. They got to win two in Denver and start including game five tonight, then go back to win game six at home, of course. But, you know, Miami's going to have to make those shots. It's kind of like the Vegas Golden Knights. Miami's got to come out quick. They got to come out and take the momentum. They've got to take advantage of it. They got to try to draw Jokic into foul trouble, but they've got to come out jumping. They've got in, obviously they got to hit their three pointers. Um, but you know, they, they just, they've got to come out and set the pace, set the tempo right away. It's, it's basic. I get it, but that's really what they have to do. And if they can do that, get Denver on their heels a little bit, Maybe get them in the mindset like they were in game two, where maybe Denver came into game two thinking, we don't lose at home. So maybe, you know, and if they can get that maybe a little overconfident, who knows, Miami steals this, then the pressure starts to get a little more on Denver. But Denver's got three games to win one, and that's a pretty Herculean task for Miami if they think they can do it. But game five tonight, you can't count them out. Eric Spolstra, he's, you know, he's a mastermind right now. He's, you know, if he's not one of the best coaches and if he's not the best coach in the NBA, he's, he's got to be right up there as one of the best. So Eric Spolstra to me, um, he'll have them ready. 
I look for Jimmy Butler to have a big game. I look for him to have at least 30. And, uh, you know, the stat lines I look at, uh, you know, if you go to DraftKings and, you know, a single game parlay, you know, I'm looking for him to have at least one three-pointer again and probably get a combined 35 points, rebounds, and assists. And so if you do that, you're going to get positive money back. So, I mean, that's kind of the bet I'm looking at right now. I'm not saying they're going to win. Denver opens up a nine-point favorite right now uh, going into the game tonight. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see. But game five tonight, 8.30 on ABC. Um, we could have a new champion pr- crowned. Denver could be the, uh, what did I see, the fifth franchise to win their first NBA championship and their first finals appearance in the last 40 years. So a lot to look forward to. And then after they win, maybe we, you know, then you're going to start hearing all the dynasty talk. I'm going to cool my jets on that. Uh, when you look at dynasties, you look at golden state, you look at the Boston Celtics, you look at the Lakers, you look at the bulls. I mean, they haven't even gotten up to the likes of the Detroit Pistons who've won three titles or the Miami heat. So Denver has got the blueprint right now. I love the blueprint of this team, you know, building it up through free agency and, of course, drafting with their, their draft with uh, Jokic. They've got the blueprint right now. And with the the pieces in place for more than this year with Murray signed, with Jokic signed, uh, with Aaron Gordon signed, I mean, Aaron, Michael Porter Jr., the pieces are there. But let's get them through to a championship, which is potentially going to happen tonight for the Miami Heat or for the Denver Nuggets, rather, in Game 5 coming up tonight in Denver. 8.30 will be tip-off time, and that's going to be on ABC. So, hey, before we get to talking to hockey, make sure, again, um, we want to talk a little bit about Mahler Bros Golf. Uh, You know, if you're like me, you know, you're on the golf course. Well, I hope to be back on the golf course in a couple of months anyways after my surgically repaired foot and leg are healed. You know, you're out there, and it's hot. Like last week, it was up in the upper 80s. You know, you're making the turn, you're getting sweaty, you're getting tired, and it's you know, it's it's affecting your game. Well, you want to be ready to handle something like that. Go to MahlerBros.com. They've got a great supply of uh, uh, it's a great assortment of uh, polo shirts and t-shirts. You know, they've got the sleek design, lightweight. They've got you know a design maybe if a little bit louder if you like to make your presence felt that way or more of a conservative look that you know kind of like what i like to wear they're form-fitting they're great and they're comfortable they'll make you feel good on the golf course they'll make you look good they'll make you feel good and when you feel good you play good and you know if you're like me you need all the help you can get when you feel good it might add a couple of strokes to your game mentally so hey why not check Mahler bros golf out on their website and when you're there you find that shirt that you like Make sure you use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of your purchase. That is uh, MahlerBros.com. As you can see on the bottom of the screen, use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of your purchase. It's that simple. Again, we welcome everybody here to the Captain Lou Extravaganza Facebook, or, uh, here on uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network. We remind you to uh, subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. We've got all of our previous shows We've got a lot coming up. You know, we've got our ACHA power play shows from back in the spring. Uh, A couple of our hockey games that we did live here with Aquinas College. You can watch highlights of those. Um, And again, the stuff that's coming up in the future. We've got some big things planned for football season. Can't wait for that. Coming up, it's going to be here in a couple of months. Uh, The exhibition games start in two months. And then 
opening game Labor Day weekend for college football. And even high school football here in Michigan starts two weeks before Labor Day. Um, so a lot, you know, football is going to be here around the corner. We've got a lot of cool stuff lined up for you, some prizes, you name it. It's going to be interaction time for you guys here on the Captain Lou Extravaganza. And we're excited to be able to bring that to you here on the network. And of course, we are powered up by Belly Up Sports. Check out our website, bellyupsports.com, for all of the uh, network of sh- all of our uh, list of podcasts that we have. We've got a lot, a ton of great shows covering everything in the world of sports and also our lineup of writers. Uh, the guys and gals do a wonderful job on keeping up to date on everything that's going on in the world of sports, breaking news, you name it. We've got the best uh, uh, array of sports writers and uh, we're growing every day and it's just, it's a thrill. It's exciting to be a part of the network and uh, we got a lot going on here at belly up sports. And so we invite you to check up bellyupsports.com where this network, our show here today, as always is powered up. Stanley Cup Finals, Game 5 coming up tomorrow night. Lord Stanley is in the house. Um, Vegas with a big win on Saturday night over uh, Florida, 3-2. to two, Jumped out to a 3-0 lead. And again, you know, we talk about this a lot here with Vegas. They're so deep. They roll out four lines and nonstop. And Chandler Stevenson, you know, we haven't heard his name much as far as getting on the score sheet. Um, in the Stanley cup final round, hit a couple of goals in game four. And when you're Vegas and you can tap in to Carlson and Stevenson being your goal scorers to take up the slack, maybe for Eichel and Mark stone and uh Petrangelo or whatever. Um, it, it's, uh, or Marsha Schultz who didn't score for the first time in a while. Uh, how, how can you not like Vegas's chances tonight in game five? And, you know, Bruce Cassidy is on the verge of winning a Stanley Cup with Vegas after getting fired by Boston last year. Um, Boston, of course, we all know they were uh, the best team in franchise or in uh, NHL history for a single season, winning uh, you know, 64, 65 games. But they got bounced by this Florida Panther team in the opening round, three games to two. So, or I'm sorry, four games to three after they were up three games to one. So Bruce Cassidy on the verge of winning it for Vegas or leading the way for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, g- great game. And what can you say about Aiden Hill in game four? He has stepped up. And it's it's funny. It's, you know, he wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the year. But what a time to pick to really start to shine, being an unrestricted free agent coming up here at the end of the year. 3 nothing. Then Florida gets back into the game, scoring a couple of goals in the third period when, you know, you, you left them for dead. And then all of a sudden, you know, here comes the penalty. And they pull uh, they they pull Bobrowski with, I think, 245 left in the uh, third period. So Florida goes to work. They get chance after chance. Then they get the penalty. So they're on a six on four. And Aiden Hill was absolutely amazing. What a save right at the end of the game. Robbing Kachuk of the tying goal. Uh, Kachuk, of course, injured, didn't play for a stretch, I think, of 10 and a half minutes in that third period. And uh, boy, oh boy, Vegas is on the on the verge. And uh, what, a, what a wild finish, wild scrum after the game. Petrangelo gets let out of the penalty box. He goes down, almost mixes it up with Kachuk. He tries to kind of stick his beak in there. Aiden Hill in the middle of the scrap, throwing haymakers, I'll tell you. It was a wild scene at the end of the game, but it's setting up 
the drama for Game 5 in Vegas tomorrow night. Don't count Florida out, though. I'm not going to take anything away from Vegas. Um, they deserve to be where they're at, but this is an awful uh, similar site to Game 5 coming up that came up in Boston where uh, the Florida Panthers were down three games to one, and all they did was rise to the occasion. Brabowski, Kachuk, uh, um, you know, Verhage, uh, Sam, uh, they they just uh, Sam Bennett, they all stepped up. So I'm not going to count out Florida just yet. Vegas has got all the momentum in the world. And here's the thing: we talked about uh, how Vegas would react after Game Three. The reason I say that is because in Game Three they outplayed Florida. You know, let's 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 make that perfectly clear. They outshot them. They outplayed them, but they kind of let Florida back in, obviously. And again, Florida, you know, pulled Brabowski for the extra attacker and Kachuk was able to score the game-tying goal with the six-on-five. And then uh, they got the, Verbrage got the over, Verhage got the overtime goal about five minutes in. They all played him. And so, you know, we talked about that mindset going into game five or game four. We're thinking, how did Vegas, how are they going to react to this? You know, it, it was almost like, okay, they got beat bad, let's say a 5-1 loss or 4-1 loss. A little easier to take that than losing a game that you outplayed Florida. Well, they came out and jumped out to a 3-0 lead, then hung on and won that game in wild fashion. Now they go back to Vegas with all the momentum in the world. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who steps up in game five. Um, it's It begs to the question already for Florida. We talked about it with uh, Matthew Kachuk, you know, he, he took that big hit, although clean by Colasar, and it makes you wonder if he really hasn't been the same ever since that hit in game three. And then, uh, you know, it, he's got an upper body injury, was favoring it, didn't even shoot warmups in game four. And it makes, it begs to wonder if he's going to be at 100%. Uh, but this is game five. This is uh, do or die, you know, the big players step up. The big players play through it. Now, I don't advocate anybody playing through an injury if they, you know, if they, it's going to hurt them permanently. But a lot of times, these guys, it's a winner go home scenario. They're going to gut it out, and I wouldn't be surprised if Kachuk tries to make a go at it in Game Five. But how effective is he going to be in Game Five if he can't, you know, if he, you know, if he is injured, battling that injury? But just his presence mentally will be a lift for Florida, I'm sure. I look for Brabowski to have a big game. Um, you know, it's that's uh, you know he's going to have to stand tall in net if Florida's going to force a game six, and uh, they're going to have to get contributions from guys like Bennett or uh, Barkov um, or again Verhage just to lead the way. Uh, Montour's played a wonderful a wonderful series for Florida, a, a wonderful playoff for Florida. You know he's probably going to have to step it up a little bit more. You know the the new the new father. It was so funny to uh, watch the interview that they did with uh, Paul Maurice during Game Three, when at, right after Montour scored, and they asked him maybe you should have had twins. It could get a couple of goals, but Montour is going to have to step up if he can because he's already played such a wonderful series. So we'll keep an eye on that. But you know I think in my opinion, Florida. You know they. They've got to, it's just like we talked about the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. Florida's going to have to jump out early. 
they're going to have to stem the tide of Vegas. Because you know with all the pomp and circumstance that is the pregame in Vegas, which is right now second to none in my opinion, Flor- Vegas is going to come out with all with all the mojo. They can taste it. Lord Stanley's, you know, they know it's in the house. They're on the verge of getting their first cup. Both these teams are obviously, but Vegas with a three games to one lead, they're going to open up. They're going to open up with all the firepower, with all, you know, with all the fervor. Florida's going to have to stem that. They're going to have to try to score a goal early. It's a game of momentum. If they can get that early goal, you just never know. They can maybe put Vegas on their heels a little bit. And the other thing is they're going to have to stay out of the penalty box. They haven't really had a consistent answer to Vegas's power play. So they're going to have to stay out of the penalty box. Don't take the stupid penalties. If Vegas can, or if Florida can do that and jump out to an early lead, if a, a guy like uh, Montour can get the goal, it, you know, over maybe help ease the, uh, ease the workload of Kachuk. Cause you know, he's battling that upper body injury. If they can do that, if they can, over, you know, if they can stem the tide a little bit, maybe they can get that momentum and carry it and get it back to Florida for game six. If not, then uh, we're going to be seeing a Vegas celebration and uh, game five at, you know, in, in Las Vegas. And then that ask begs the next question. You've got, should Vegas win tonight in game or tomorrow, Tuesday in game five, who's going to be the Conn Smythe winner? You know, you've got so many people to choose from. I, originally, I said Marsha Schultz, especially after the couple of games that he's had. How can you how can you not say Aiden Hill? His save percentage now is at nine thirty five. That's incredible. And uh, you know, you got Mark Stone as a sentimental favorite. Maybe Jack Eichel has had a heck of a run, and so maybe he can uh, step up and get the Conn Smythe award. It's it's going to come down to Game Five tonight, I believe. Should Vegas win, as far as the Conn Smythe winner? Um, if Aiden Hill has another remarkable performance like he had uh, in game four towards the last few moments after giving up a couple of goals, maybe he gets the con Smythe. And we talk about that with his pending uh, free agency. That's just going to raise his price tag up. But so many choices for the con Smythe. Should Vegas win tonight in game five? I, 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 like I said, after game one, I thought I, I said it right here. Marsha Schultz to me was the con Smythe odds on favorite, but now I don't know. I think it's up in the air. So we'll have to wait and see on that game five, Tuesday night, eight o'clock Vegas with an opportunity to close it out and take home their first Stanley cup. Well, Hey, again, we welcome you here to the captain Lou extravaganza here on the captain Lou sports network on uh, YouTube. We invite you to, uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and be a part of uh, everything that we've got going on. We're powered up by Belly Up Sports. Uh, check out our website, bellyupsports.com, with our complete list of podcasts that we have and uh, check out the latest articles we have on the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals, and everything else that's going on in the uh, world of sports. That's uh, bellyupsports.com. Uh, we're going to talk a little NFL free agency and a quick look at the uh, Major League Baseball and of course, uh, the PGA Tour. But first, I want to talk a little bit about Javi Poppy. They are our newest member of the Captain Lou Extravaganza and the Captain Lou Sports Network family. If you're looking for great 
instant coffee. You know, you've got a couple of minutes, you want to get a quick cup of coffee, boil your water in the microwave or whatever for 30 seconds or however long, or you want that iced cup of coffee in the afternoon, especially here in the summertime. Why not look for, look no further than Javi Coffee? It's quick. It's tasty. It really is good. They've got a lot of great flavors. Decaf or regular, you can get uh, caramel. You can get uh, French vanilla, my favorite, or just regular. And all you do is you take a couple of teaspoons and you pour it into your cup. You stir it up, and there you go, iced coffee or hot coffee. Um, it's that easy. Check out our website, javicoffee.com. And while you're there, you can see it on top of the screen. Use the promo code Captain Lou. Wall one word for 15% off of your purchase. Um, that's javicopy.com. Check out their website. A lot of great flavors. They got some package deals. You can get more than one flavor. Uh, the more you get, the better the deal on it. And again, you can use the promo code Captain Lou for 15% off of your purchase. It's that simple. And it's a great tasting copy. It's kind of the new wave of instant copy, and we're excited to be a part of it here on the Captain Lou Sports Network and Captain Lou Extravaganza. That's Jobby Copy for the latest in uh, instant copy. It's quick, it's easy to use, tastes amazing, and it's 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 clean. It's you know, it's it's a little more simpler than dealing with the copy grounds of instant coffee. Jobbycopy.com and use the promo code Captain Lou for 15% off of your purchase. That's jobbycopy.com. Hey, how many of you watched the PGA Championship last night? Um, or and I'm sorry, the Canadian Open. My goodness. Um, it went on into a four-hole playoff. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood had an opportunity to win outright on the 18th hole. Couldn't get the birdie. So it was him and Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor, the Canadian-born uh, golfer. He had everybody behind him. Going into that playoff, they played three playoff holes. Neither one of them could take advantage of, uh, you know, of uh, taking home that championship in the Canadian Open. So they went back to 18 for the fourth playoff hole. Neither one of them really hit a great tee shot, both in the rough. Uh, but um, Nick Taylor was able to get his second shot onto the green, hit a beautiful iron out of the rough, got it. Uh, you know, it was a long putt. And, of course, uh uh, Tommy Fleetwood was in the thicker stuff and he had to, he didn't quite get on, but he was able to get his third shot within, I think six feet, six to eight feet. So he had a makeable birdie putt, but Nick Taylor came up and just drained that 72 foot putt. How many of you were able to watch it live and, uh, see, uh, the reaction, you know, uh, Jim Nance with a great call on that putt as it went in and Nick Taylor stole the hearts of all the Canadians everywhere with a beauty of a putt. And uh, what a great momentum for him now going into the U.S. Open this coming week down in Los Angeles. But what a huge, what a, what a beautiful uh, scene it was. The first Canadian-born player to win the Canadian Open in seven decades. Congratulations to Nick Taylor. What a fun putt. What a, what a fun scene. Adam Hadwin got tackled. Fellow Canadian got tackled as he was trying to spray champagne on, <laughs> on Nick Taylor. And everybody's talking now about the tackle of the security guard. Maybe my Detroit Lions should uh, go and see if he's available for a contract, get him into training camp next month. But, but what a cool scene, wasn't it, for uh, Nick Taylor winning the Canadian Open. And, you know, I was thinking about it this morning. And what a great what a great way for a little bit of spotlight to be taken off of the merger. How could the PGA Tour not want something like that? Everybody's talking about that miracle putt by Nick Taylor 
kind of taking the edge off a little bit of the announced merger last week of the PGA Tour and uh, the Live Tour, the DP World Tour, or the well, I depends who you talk to. They're not saying it's a merger yet, but it still was a great way for the uh, PGA Tour to kind of give themselves something better to talk about. And Nick Taylor, they they should be bowing down to Nick Taylor this morning and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us something else to talk about besides the merger and the egg on the face that was the PGA Tour. So now they can kind of segue into the U.S. Open, which is starting Thursday. We're going to talk more in depth about that. We'll talk about the course and everything on Wednesday. We'll spend a considerable amount of time on that. Who knows? We might be talking about Stanley Cup and NBA champions, but we'll talk more about that on Wednesday. But what a great way for the uh, PGA Tour. I mean, it was a break for them. Now they got a little bit of good news, if you will, with that long putt by Nick Taylor. And uh, he now caps off a just a storybook weekend as now he'll head to the U.S. Open with everybody else this week down in Los Angeles starts on Thursday we'll talk more about that and you know we'll talk about uh Rory McIlroy you know Rory just he can't win for losing you know was up with the leaders on Wednesday faded again or I'm sorry on Saturday faded again on Sunday um not that I feel sorry for the guy but again maybe uh this week he'll be able to bounce back and put in a, a, a solid four rounds. But, you know, obviously my, in my opinion, it's going to, my money is going to be on Scheffler at least to do a top 10 or a top 20. But again, we'll talk more about that. We'll have a complete breakdown of the U S open on Wednesday. So we invite you to stick around for that as well. So what a, but a, what a great scene on Sunday with the PGA championship and, or I'm sorry, with the Canadian open and it felt like the PGA Championship with Nick Taylor draining that 72-foot, the longest 70-foot putt, the longest putt of uh, his career. And uh, congratulations to Nick. And what a wonderful scene. What a feeling. You could tell the emotion after the after the uh, win, you know, talking with the reporters. And, uh, you know, he deserves it. And it was a fun, fun weekend for golf. They needed that. The PGA Tour needed that in the worst way. And they were able to get that. So congratulations to Nick Taylor as uh, he is the winner of the Canadian Open in grand style with that 72-foot putt. NFL free agency. Again, with the offseason, the NFL doesn't have an offseason. Let's face it. They're all, you know, they're always, there's always something to talk about. And uh, Saquon Barkley made the news this week. He's, uh, you know, he was at one of his youth camps that he sponsors. And he hasn't signed his franchise tag yet. They're still negotiating an extension or an extended contract, if you will, a multi-year deal. Um, the rumor has it that he has turned down a $14 million a year contract. And uh, he's unsigned. So he's not going to be at minicamp. Uh, he's going to hold out, which, you know, he's not under contract, so he really can't even be there. But, you know, he's still holding out hope to sign with them. Uh, the Giants need him. I. I'm not one that's sold on uh, Daniel Jones to be the guy that's the main force behind the Giants if they're going to make a deep playoff run this year, especially in a very tough division in the NFC East with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, by far the best team in that division. And Dallas 
you know, they're there in the regular season. They can never do it in the playoffs, but they need Saquon Barkley. And, you know, we talk about the, I don't know, I don't want to say the undervalued running back position, but the uh, maybe devalued or uh, overlooked maybe, but they're just, it's a, it's not a running back league right now. And I just don't know how much the giants are willing to go. 14 million in the running back market sounded pretty fair. I know he wants more. Uh, He's looking at, you know, obviously like the $20 million value. I don't think he's going to get it, but the giants need to find a way to get him signed to a multi-year deal. I don't know if he wants a four or five year deal. You know, it's his second or his first big contract, whatever, you know, he's finished up his rookie deal. Um, Boy, oh boy. It's such a tough call for New York. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, Saquon Barkley. Now, as uh, they're coming up on a month away from that July 17th deadline, and then after that training camp starts, like we talked about early, it's going to, earlier, it's going to be about six weeks. Then training camp really gets into full gear. Uh, teams start arriving, I believe, the rookies July 20th in some instances. So it's coming up soon. Before you know it, it's going to be here. So that's... Uh, training camp news as uh as well as uh DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook with free agency news where are they going to uh, end up Dalvin Cook we talked about it on Friday it was made official Friday afternoon he is now a free agent um free to sign anywhere some of the names that come to mind are the Denver Broncos and uh you know maybe the Miami Dolphins I I still am not going to put it past the Dallas Cowboys to try to make a run at them Cook wants big money, and I still think he's got a lot left to offer, just like Saquon Barkley. Uh, I think they're both um, about the same as far as, you know, their injury history. I think they're both halfway decently, you know, reliable. I I think maybe Dalvin Cook might be a little more uh, reliable, you know, uh, I don't know if reliable, a little more dynamic uh, as a pass catcher. You know, but I've seen what he's done to Detroit in the NFC North. And so, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking at. But I could see him in Denver. I could see him in Miami. And, you know, I, I think he would fit in great in Miami. But again, like I said, don't be surprised if Dallas makes a big run at him or maybe a surprise team out there that we're not, we don't know about. So, and then with DeAndre Hopkins, I know that he has looked at the uh, Tennessee Titans and I know he was visiting with the, um, New England Patriots. And that's an interesting one to me. You know, New England to me, they're kind of, I don't know if they're, I don't know if being in transition is the right word, but I just don't see him fitting in with the Bill Belichick scheme. You know, we've seen some of these other uh, wide receivers in the past, you know, obviously with uh, Randy Moss and Antonio Brown and that type of thing, but with Tom Brady. But this is Mac Jones, and I just, you know, I, I, I don't know if he'd fit in well in New England. That's kind of a shocker, but if they're going to offer him the coin, he might take it. I know he still wants big money. It's funny, Detroit at one time was listed as one of the uh, potential landing spots for him, but that uh, that doesn't look like it's going to be the case. Now, I think Buffalo still is in play there. Um, who knows? And so we'll have to keep an eye on that, but... They're still both unsigned. This may drag on to just about training camp. Who knows? Uh, maybe they don't. 
we'll have to wait and see. Maybe a lot of it's going to um, fall back on where, uh, you know, if some of these franchise tag players sign. And then the other rumbling, I don't know if it's really free agent rumbling, but trade talks out there is uh, Chase Young. You know, Washington commanders declined his fifth-year option. Maybe, you know, Detroit has been considered a front-runner for him. It, it, I just, I I got to tell you, it, it just, I'm not used to this. Being a Lion fan for, you know, all these years, you know, a long-suffering Lion fan for over 50 years, I'm not used to Detroit being talked about as a destination stop for either a free agent or, you know, a trade possibility for a, a high-end person, uh, uh, you know, as far as production. I would love to see Chase Young in Detroit. It would be a monster pickup for Detroit. What would they have to give up? That's going to be the key, you know, and he's going to be at the end of his deal. So, you know, they if they were able to get him coming into this year, he'll want to play for a big contract. That would do nothing but benefit Detroit, wouldn't it? I would think so. But, again, not used to the Lions as being talked about as a destination for high-end free agents. So who knows? It's going to be fun to watch. But football season is going to be around the corner, and uh, we're going to keep you up to date with it as always. You're on the Captain Lou Extravaganza. So, well, that's going to about do it here this morning. Uh, again, big games coming up this next couple of days. Game five in the NBA Finals. It's going to be the Nuggets and the Heat. Denver on the precipice of winning their first championship ever. As we mentioned, this will be the fifth team to win an NBA title on their first Finals appearance in the last 40 years. Can they get it done tonight? Or can Miami force a game six uh, down in Miami, we'll have to wait and see on that. 8.30 will be the tip-off time for that. And then tomorrow night, Game 5 in Vegas as the Vegas Golden Knights look to close out the Florida Panthers and get their first Stanley Cup title. They've been there once before in their opening year, the first year of existence as an expansion team. Of course, they lost in five to the uh, Washington Capitals. So we'll have to wait and see if... Vegas can close them out, or can Florida and uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, Matthew Kachuk and company, can they force a game six back in Miami for the Florida Panthers and uh, extend that? Florida, of course, came back from a 3-1 deficit against Boston earlier this year, so it's not uncharted territory for them as well. And so a lot to talk about on Wednesday. We could be talking about brand new champions in the NBA and the NHL or game sixes. Who knows? That's the exciting part of uh, finals week, if you will, here in June. And, of course, on Wednesday, we'll also be previewing the U.S. Open, another major for the PGA, and any other late-breaking news in the world of sports. We'll have it for you here on the Captain Lou Extravaganza. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. We appreciate you checking us out here on the network. Join us Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, for another edition of the Captain Lou Extravaganza. This reminder, keep your heads up, keep your feet moving, keep your sticks down. But as always, most importantly, keep your minds open, everybody. We'll see you Wednesday on the Captain Lou Extravaganza Live here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. So long.